0: Congratulations. Victoria's housing market has rebounded strongly this year.
1: Hammers were falling once again.
0: Buyer numbers per auction are actually up on last year. Rates course on
1: hold again at 0.25%.
0: National house prices were still rising.
1: A man's home is his castle. And today it goes under the hammer.
0: Welcome to Under the Hammer
1: for Direct Connect.
0: Direct Connect is a free service making moving easy for you. Call them today on 1300 664 715.
1: Yes, and welcome to Under the Hammer, episode 37, which is um, quite remarkable given the tumultuous time we've had since getting this show into gear in lockdown 1.0 in Melbourne last year. We are now into lockdown six and I'm Jane Neal I'm joined by Stavros Ambazidis, one of the co-directors of O'Brien Real Estate, one of the best auctioneers in the country. Did you notice, Stav, how I just lost my train of thought there and lockdown six it's like, are we really here? How are you?
0: (laughs) Well, you probably lost your thought because as we're on air uh, it's been announced that we're on for another week, so everyone's forgiven for being a little bit uh, different this week.
1: Oh my word and of course we are here thanks to Direct Connect. They make moving easy, connecting services like electricity, gas and more and if you're an agent or a property manager interested in using Direct Connect call the team on 1300 664715 to see how they can benefit you and your team. Or you can head to their very comprehensive website, directconnect.com.au. Before we introduce our, I'm going to say superstar agent guest in a moment, Stav, I've heard that your phone is running hot. We are talking on the Wednesday of Melbourne. As you said, lockdown has been extended, but we have now sadly seen areas like Byron Bay and Cairns go into lockdown. Your phone's been running hot because you are now the real estate lockdown guru of Australia. So you've got agents calling you from areas that haven't experienced this yet or haven't had it for as long as Melbourne has going, Steph, what do we do?
0: <laughs> Look, we have. And the, and the problem is that we've built such strong resilience here in Victoria. Last year, we went through one of the longest lockdowns uh, in probably the world, not not just Australia. So when uh, areas like Byron Bay or you know Cairns go into lockdown, it is... It, Yeah, you've got to understand their perspective. They've never been in it before. But, you know, as I said to our director in Cairns uh, yesterday, look, spare me. You know, you're in Palm Cove. (laughs) Primey River. Yeah, you're in Palm Cove and it's uh, lockdown number one. Um, But you do build resilience. And I just, the only advice I can give is every year the rules change in football. And what AFL players do is, this is SEN, so I can talk about football, is they find a different way to play the game. And that's Mm -hmm. all we have to do. We've just got to keep moving forward.
1: So you're doing a little bit of uh, therapy, a little bit of um, phone (laughs) counselling at the moment. But, I mean, it is scary because this is people's businesses. This is their Mm. livelihood. And I think what we've learned is you just never know. You think, oh, it'll be a week or two. But, I mean, hello to all of our uh, friends in Sydney Mm. who six weeks in not looking like their lockdown is going to ease up anytime soon. So you can really comprehend that anxiety of of just the unknown, really.
0: Yeah, you've just got to be spontaneous. I know people use the word pivot, but this time last week, I was here at SEN. Uh, It was Wednesday. It was a donut day. And then within 24 hours, we're in lockdown. So Mm. the world does change very, very quickly. uh, And our landscape changes quickly. We've just got to adapt very quickly and and be composed uh, and think on our feet.
1: Absolutely. Well, someone who is very good at thinking on her feet is our guest today. She is one of the O'Brien team. Michelle Stevens is a licensed estate agent at the Caram Downs office. Michelle is one of the most respected and influential real estate experts in Victoria and number one across several states when it comes to sales. She has a flawless five-star rating with Rate My Agent. Uh, She is known for her keen eye for detail, infectious dynamic energy, powerful negotiation skills and when I asked you, Stav, to say, look, I know that Michelle's won some awards. Could you just sort of fill me in? Your quote was, she's basically won every industry award under the sun. Michelle, welcome and congratulations for all of those recent accolades, including being uh, named the REIV and REIA Victoria and Australian agent, uh, highest selling agent in the country. Welcome to the show. Thanks so much for having me. It must... um be a fairly interesting pool room at your place. Do you have a little spot where you put all of the awards and the trophies? Because really, like I've, I've literally got a list half a page long here of all the awards that you have picked up in the last few years. So, is it
2: great to get that recognition? Ah, uh, yeah. Look, obviously, you mean we work around the clock and everything like that for our vendors, um, and you mean it's really it's really great to obviously um, you mean get some awards and everything for you mean recognition for all your hard work and dedication you put into your vendors.
1: Now, I did notice that on your O'Brien profile on the website, the word team comes up a lot. And we've got a couple of members of your team with us as well. So... How important is it for you to have a great team around you? Because Stav warned me, said her phone is going to run hot while she's doing a half an hour podcast. But you do have um, people who help with all of that because the call load when you're selling over 200 properties a year must be extreme.
2: Yes, it's pretty crazy. So um, yeah, obviously I couldn't do what I do without my team that work behind me and everything like that. So um, you mean obviously you mean I you mean I'm just a small part of it in a sense. You mean I list, sell, and negotiate, but then you've got everything else that has to happen behind the scenes to be able to make everything runs smoothly and to give the customer service that um, we all you mean, really strive for. Stav, how do you describe Michelle?
0: Well, I'd like to put a bit of perspective onto this and, and I'd like everyone to understand um, the sheer volume of what Michelle does. Now, Michelle doesn't work in Toorak or in Brighton, uh, she works in a little uh, area called Caram Downs.
1: So explain, explain that area so to us Karim for people Down- who don't
0: know Melbourne very well. Yeah, so Caram Downs is uh, it's a lower price point in Melbourne. So you, you've really got to spin your wheels heavily in the gravel to, to really get some results. It's not as if you're going to do three or four sales in Turak and achieve the results that some of our well-known agents do. So Michelle's sheer volume uh, that she does is Monumental she 's in the office uh, I, I know i get calls from security every Saturday, uh, every Saturday night um, that uh, <laughs> <laughs> because uh, the alarm hasn 't been set yet, so and i 'll log in and i 'll see Michelle in the office with her team. Um, trying to get the – or achieving the best results for a vendor. So it's not as if um, anything gets – because of the sheer volume, it doesn't actually get lost in the quality. The quality is paramount in in her work ethic. Um, But one thing she's uh, implemented is a good team and everyone has a role. And the role is so, so important because they've actually implemented ruthless efficiencies, which you and I have discussed many, many times. What I'd like, Michelle – I know we've only got half an hour here, but to talk about the roles of her team – how she actually separates and everyone stays in their own lane. And that's what I love about it. Everyone, if I ask her, Michelle a question regarding an auction, and I, I actually auctioned Michelle's house on Saturday, mm-hmm. which is another story, and she'll direct me to the right person who's handling that uh, you know, that lane. And and uh, and they've really got, you know, the right hand talks to the left hand and together they wash their face. And that's what they do. <laughs> they really, that's one of my dad's sayings, you yeah. know, but... Um, but I'd like Michelle to explain the ruthless efficiencies that she's got in her, in her workplace. But I also want people to understand that she's still very old fashioned. She still has a, a calendar and a diary that she uses. You know, she's very, very old school in many ways, even though she's so young. But Michelle, how, you know, can you please enlighten us, you know, explain to the world, how do you do this?
2: Um, Look, I mean, obviously, you mean you just got to dot your I's and cross your T's in a sense, so I think that's the hard thing where a lot of people, they, you mean they don't want to, you mean, employ people in a sense. They just you mean they might get one person or two per like two people to you mean help them do what they do. Um but you mean you've got to understand that not everyone's good at everything like don't put me in front of a computer because it will blow up. Um, As Stav said, I'm very old school like I'm paper diary, paper notes, etc. Like I don't like computers. Um so you mean in a sense that you've got to make sure that you mean if you grow you need to grow your team as well um to be able to make sure that you're able to still give the customer customer service that you really want to be able to do. So, you mean, obviously, you mean I did, you mean, I've started with a smaller team and we do keep growing with the transactions that we do and everything like that because at the end of the day, it's the same as myself. Like if I'm, you mean... I have to let go I've had to let go to grow as well in a sense so you mean every year I've had to let go of something else you mean um otherwise I couldn't be able to do the mm. you mean the volumes that I'm that I am doing so so being yeah. a control freak must
1: be really natural to a lot of agents where it is you you know you're so passionate about getting a great result for your vendor, but if you have to let go of some of that, it can be tricky, I guess. So what's a good example of one of the things that you happily palm off for one of your team?
2: Um, Well, you mean, to give you an example, you mean, four years ago, I used to go to every single photography shoot, Uh, Um, you mean, and I would tell the photographer, you mean, how to set up the camera and make sure every photo was perfect. Um, You mean, I would, they would lose me for an hour and a half. So I had to obviously let go of that. Um, You mean, one of the roles that we implemented at the end of last year when we, you mean, we pretty much almost doubled our business in the space of a couple of months um you mean with Tamara um that wave you mean i've given my my phone, um, so if I'm in an appointments and everything like that, that's probably the best kind of thing for me to be able to help me grow to the next level because if I, you mean would come out of an appointment for an hour I'd have ten missed phone calls, but then yeah. I was giving my phone to Jay or to Lenny and then you mean then it's taking them away from doing what they're trying to do and it's just you mean your wheels keep on turning but at least then if I've come out of an appointment there might be instead of 10 phone calls to return or 15 phone calls to return and not everyone wants to return your phone call when you're free to Talk to them, you mean? It's you mean. Then I'm able to return the you mean the two or three important phone calls that yep. I really need to be doing versus booking in a bank valuation or a building a pest inspection. And you mean or saying yes, that property is still available and we can get you through on Wednesday afternoon. Um, so you mean it's really being able to streamline your process in a sense that you mean everything is moving. Um, you mean like I'm not a manager. Like I don't like to manage people. That's not what I'm good at. You mean so, for instance, you mean Jay that will do our. You mean our our, like customer service program and everything like that. But if anyone's got a problem or holidays, et cetera, it's you go to Jay, you talk to her because don't come to me because I'll yep. say yes and I'm like I really shouldn't be saying yes because someone else is away that day but I don't. Uh, like that's not me. <laughs> so I just focus on what I'm good at, which is looking after my vendors, negotiating. Um, and you mean, everyone You mean does their own roles.
1: So you mentioned then that you almost doubled your sort of sales last year. And I'm assuming a lot of this is under COVID. Like just sort of talk us through that process. Were you worried at first when we started to realise this pandemic wasn't going anywhere? You're thinking, oh my goodness, this is going to be a disaster. And then suddenly the market just heats up. How did
2: you kind of cope with that? It's, oh, it was, crazy. So we would go from, you mean selling probably around about 15 properties, 15 properties a month to, you mean going anywhere from, you mean... Twenty-five, 30. Um, it was very big volumes and everything like that. And especially when we're coming in and out of lockdown, instead of spacing it over a four week period, sometimes it's spaced over a two and a half week period. So we'll come out of a lockdown and some Saturdays from, I mean, when we came out of our last lockdown from the Wednesday through to the Saturday, we sold 10 properties. Wow. Um, the Saturday night we sold six, like it is huge volumes and everything like that. So to be able to make sure you're dotting your I's, crossing your T's from little things like try um, trust account details for initial deposits and getting conveyancer details and you need a building and pest inspector to give you a call and getting things sent to brokers and you mean there's so much stuff that a lot of people they don't they don't see that they'll just see it as going okay perfect well you mean you've listed this and you've sold this well yeah that's you mean that's great but there are so many things that happen behind the scenes and I as I said I physically can't do everything myself so mm. it's important to have a really good team behind you because you're only as strong as you mean and as Steve says with football and everything you're only as strong as your weakest link.
0: Mm. Yeah, and look, Michelle, the the sheer logistics of real estate has really, really changed from say 10, 15 years ago, even five years ago, uh, even through COVID things have changed. So to scale and to get to the volumes that you've got to, can you explain what does it look like on an open for inspection these days? Because right now in Victoria, we've got to have a QR marshal. Everyone's got to check in uh, on the QR codes how does that logistically look like and how do you scale because most people listening here today maybe sell one, two, three properties a month now you sell 30 I've seen you sell 32, 33 properties a month how do you scale and how do you how do you do all this
2: um, well, you mean like in the, this is probably a couple of lockdowns ago. We all just re- we now refer to lockdowns. Okay, that's what happened then. Um, a couple of lockdowns ago, like we, you mean, you can always know the properties that you're putting on in a week. Like if we don't have, you mean, if it's kind of some higher end properties and not kind of that first home buyer market that's kind of sub the 700, like, you mean, yes, the open homes aren't going to be as crazy, but I think we had about four or five really popular properties that we knew were, you mean, hitting the market the first week out. And, yes, we had other ones as well, but, you mean, I knew that we would be inundated. So, you mean, we kind of called in reinforcement. We called Stav knowing that he wasn't going to have auctions that day. We had, you mean, our you mean sad, like our receptionist, um, we pulled her off reception that Saturday to help us as well. Um, it's kind of all hands on deck because we know, okay, well, we've got that 30-minute period where people have to be registering to attend, etc. and you can only have 10 people on a property at once. And it's, as you said, QR coding. And it's not like you can say, you've had your two minutes, get out. Like, you mean they're buying... A first home, or even a second home, third home, or an investment—they're spending some serious money, and they're not going to make a decision over, you mean, a two-minute inspection. So, you mean we know that okay, well, we've got to finish. This might be twelve to twelve thirty, and well, the likelihood of us being able to get out at twelve thirty isn't going to happen. So, you mean it's okay, perfect. whoever's stationed there and me flies on to the next one, but then we can leave stav you mean QR coding and letting kind of the stragglers come in. But instead of just having that thirty-minute period, you. It's, it was turning into being an hour. And when you look at the volumes that we do, you I mean, that weekend, I think we had 25 open homes. Mm. So, you know I mean, if 25 open homes and they're going for an hour, it's some serious man hours. 25 gone. hours. Yeah, it's pretty <laughs> crazy. It's,
0: it's human hours these days. We can't say yep. man hours, they're yep. human hours.
1: <laughs> you are listening to Under the Hammer. Yes, we are doing this thanks to Direct Connect. Direct Connect make moving easy. And if you're an agent or a property manager interested in using Direct Connect. Call them on 1300 664 715. And our guest today is Michelle Stevens from O'Brien in Caram Downs, who was awarded the number one sales agent glory by the REV and the REIA in Victoria and Australia at the most recent awards, not to mention a whole host of other awards. Michelle, for someone who is listening, and look, we have heard over some of the guests we've had that there is a pressure on on people in the industry. There's property managers getting out of the industry, but there is also people coming in. So for someone listening who's thinking, I've been a property manager, I'd love to have a crack at sales, or perhaps for someone in a junior position thinking no, I really want to take this opportunity as the industry changes and shifts to maybe step up. What sort of advice would you have for someone in that position about what they can expect from stepping into a sales role or perhaps how to cope with what's ahead if they do that?
2: Yeah, look, I mean, I you've got to make sure you're getting into it for the right reasons. I think a lot of people think I want to get into real estate for a lot of the wrong reasons. They go, you mean they might see nice cars and this, that, the other. It's not, you know what I mean, it's not just shiny and everything that a lot of people, you mean nice suits and things. And I think a lot of people do get into it for the wrong reasons. You've got to get into the right reasons to actually be able to want to make a difference and be able to help people be able to move on to the next chapters of their lives with as much money in your you mean in their pockets as physically possible. Mm. Um, you mean you've got to make sure that your, or, as I said, doing it for the right reasons. Um, you live it, you breathe it. You, I mean, it's not a nine to five role. You don't. You mean walk in at nine and. Leave at five o'clock. Like, if that's what you want to do, it's the wrong industry for you. Um, you, it does invade your life. <laughs> um, you mean, but I, I love, I love doing it, and I love, you mean, being able to, um, help my people. Um, you mean, as I said, move on to the next chapter with as much money in the pocket as physically possible. So, get into it for the right reasons. Um, and I would, you mean, make sure that you're kind of going into something that you know that you're gonna like doing because there's so many different facets of it. So, I probably wouldn't just jump straight into like a sales role in a sense. I might, you mean, you might want to be, um, you mean a support for a sales agent um, and make sure you go, okay, if you're good, you mean, on computer, make sure that you're going into that kind of role. Don't make sure, you mean, don't go into a role that you're going to be knocking on doors because you're going to hate it. Yeah. Um, you mean, follow your strengths, etc., and make sure you're kind of getting into something that you're going to be passionate about as well. Um, you mean, and start, and start from the bottom and work your way up.
0: So you've got a lot of raving fans, Michelle, and all you've got to do is open uh, O'Brien Real Estate uh, Google reviews and see how many lives you've changed and what your raving fans say. And as you said before, you know, Rate My Agent, you've got a, a you know, five-star uh, ranking there. Um, how, how good does it feel to change people's lives? To Because selling properties is for many reasons. And at O'Brien, we talk about there are 11 reasons why you sell properties. You know, it could be uh, marriage, uh, births, divorces, um, tree change, sea change, job relocations, all sorts of reasons. But you've really changed a lot of lives. Is that your favourite part of the, uh, the job?
2: Well, 100% like it's not always a, a good reason that you're selling someone's property you mean you might be you mean selling someone's property because they don't want to move but they're having to move you mean covid's done a lot of things to a lot of different people in a sense where they you mean they might have they might have lost their nice cushy job that they were on you mean the six you mean the six figure income and everything and they've had to go into you know what I mean factory work etc and there you mean the incomes could have they can't support their you mean they can't support their their mortgages anymore so In they go, we love our house, Michelle, and we wish we could we wish we didn't have to do this. It's not always a happy moment for them. So instead of being all congratulations guys like we've got it done like we've got yeah. it sold for you I'm so happy it's not actually happy for them so it's guys this isn't forever like it's a don't stress it's a it's a stepping stone it's cool let's you mean let's make sure we can get you as much money for this as possible let's get you into something else and it's not you mean it might be a five-year plan it doesn't need to be forever you mean I had a phone call from a vendor the other day and having a chat to me she's you mean not on the market at the moment and she's going okay we're, we're looking at the you mean the bill of the trades to make sure we're getting a house up to standard to present it as best as possible to get her as much money as possible and she's going look you mean I've been offered a job and it's nowhere near the income that I was on and I don't know how I'm going to do it and I said well look you mean at the moment you're not working something's better than nothing okay so let's take that job let's take it let's get that let's get some income coming in again for you let's get this house sold let's get as much money in your pocket let's give you the downsize so we can alleviate that stress okay but you mean let's get you into another job and you mean you can stay there and then you can start looking for something else like a doesn't have to be forever. So, you mean, even though we might be a sales agent, you mean, we're very much a counsellor as well. Yeah. Um, you mean, a lot of the times, and you mean, you're, you're the you're the person in between of the separation, and please tell him this and tell her that, and make sure they don't find out that, and make sure they don't find out this. And it's, you mean, and when you're dealing with so many different properties, it's, you're kind of being pulled, pulled from pillar to post yes. in a sense. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I don't even know the question. Sorry, I go off on a tangent. No, no, that's, it's amazing <laughs> yeah. to hear you say that because really, one. One of your strengths, and <laughs> the same as Dad, is yeah. is literally like we open the show, you
1: know, he's been a psychologist in a way uh, for people who are really stressing in their situation. But if you don't love talking to people and finding out about their lives and finding out about those pressures or, or you know, those positive things as well, then it probably isn't the right job for you. Because, mm. you know, I mean, I hate to say it, but you do meet people where it's, they don't ask you a single question about yourself. You can have, I can have a conversation for half an hour with someone and then realise they don't know anything they have no actual interest in finding out about me i try not to think it's because i'm incredibly Mm. boring but there are different types of people and those with a passion for finding out about someone's life and how can i help in this situation I can tell that you've got that passion, Michelle. Mm. I love it. So
0: so Michelle, Michelle is one of those people that is very interested in others. Mm. Um, and we, we talked about, yeah, it's important to be interested, not interesting. And she's very interested. She wants to know how she can solve their problems. And she does actually get very, very personal and involved in her clients. Mm. One thing people say to me is, how does she do everything? And I say, and my answer to that is because I've, you know, my observation and I get to see Michelle work is that she gets in on the pointy end. Now, Michelle's dad is an accountant. And Mm -hmm. I know what my accountant does. My accountant doesn't do all my, uh, you know, tax and all my accounting stuff. He oversees the stuff at the pointy end, but he's got everyone else doing who's an expert and and a specialist at that field to get it all together. Then he steps in when I need him. Uh, And Michelle steps in when the negotiation needs to happen. And Mm. by God you don't want to negotiate with her because when she wants something in the office and she negotiates with me I usually come out second best. So but this, usually yeah. So this this podcast is called Under the Hammer and I and, and Michelle actually had her first property that she sold under the hammer at auction. So I'd like to find out her experience uh, how was your first ever auction personal property that you sold? Uh, at auction. How did that go? Can you give us an insight?
2: Um, Look, it was a little nerve wracking in a sense because I'm, you mean, we, yes, like all have the occasional auction that we do do. um, But, you mean, it's a little bit outside my comfort zone. Like I'm, you mean, I, when it's a private sale, you control the situation. Mm. You get your offers, you know, what's coming in and it's back and forth and, you know, kind of where it's at. With an auction, it's all leading up to the day and you don't know how it's going to go. So, A, doing an auction was a little outside my comfort zone. So it was the first property I have of mine that I have auctioned. Um, And then we got the announcement. So we first put it on the market, I think, four weeks ago. The Thursday we put it on, we went into lockdown. (laughs) So we didn't have our first home. (laughs) So we had one Saturday... Of, um, of open homes. And then we were going to be leading up to our auction on last Saturday and then we also went into lockdown. So A, for an auction and B, to do it via Zoom for a person that Doesn't usually auction. Doesn't like technology. Thinks it's gonna break. Is was pretty (laughs) stressful. Um, But yeah, the guys did an amazing job. Um, Like I didn't have anything to actually do with selling my property. Um, You mean I had my team and everything look after that. Um, Just because even though you work for your vendor, you're paid by your vendor to get as much money as possible. The buyers still, for some reason, uh, you mean you're selling your own house. They just still can't. They don't. They feel it's misleading, etc. Yeah, even though sure. we're we're paid by our vendor, like you yeah. know, it doesn't matter if I'm selling my own house or not. Like it's no different than me selling someone else's house. And what um, was the result?
1: Like, did you have a?
2: This is my. It's on the market at this point. And how um, far over
1: did staff go? Oh well, Come look, on. we didn't
2: really like we like we went into it and we'd we'd set our you know and we'd set where we were putting it on the market for. Them, we all happy to sell it, etc. Obviously, you mean from when we did that, the market did luckily you mean and you mean really happily increase, which. Was Great, so um, it actually ended up going one hundred ninety thousand dollars over our reserve. So Stav went amazing. So he did a very you were good going job. To say <laughs> like Forty thousand, something.
0: I was, I was under a lot of pressure, and, and I think I worked. Bleed harder.
2: them dry, Stav. Come on, do it.
0: I actually worked. I worked harder on that auction, I reckon, than I ever have. Because wow. usually I finish my auctions within nine to ten minutes.
1: Yeah, he's that, kept going. And that auction went for
0: nineteen minutes, but we had. <laughs> I think we had like fifty bids in nineteen minutes, but uh, uh, yeah, it's what we call yeah. We repitched, we 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 sold the benefits again and again and again, and I really uh, I felt like I was under the spotlight to be honest.
2: <laughs> it was all That's done, amazing. and I th- I, I reckoned Stav like it was it was pretty much finished up, and I reckon, Stav you mean extracted an extra fifteen grand when it just no other auctioneer would have got that because it would have been, we've called it, you mean, they do all the questions, etc. Yeah, but i another
1: option to go to. Yeah, yeah. but he
2: just <laughs> kept going and like, I'm just going to get you, mean, let's just wait. And you mean, like we, we just start just chatting just about other stuff and the house and the area and yes. um, yeah, so he did a very, very good job. So I'm a very, yeah, I'm no, a very, very appreciative.
0: My, my favourite um, line was the underbidder. I, I said to them, are you okay with me selling your house? I know you've pictured... <laughs> The kids moving into the bedrooms, and uh, is that okay? Yeah, so it's (laughs) about getting the emotional connection, which uh, we always talk about. So. Congratulations.
2: Thank you. And
1: have you found, Michelle, with that huge demand that we know is, you know, here, regional, right across the country, are you getting people wanting to list who, you know, aren't in necessarily one of those, you know, unfortunate situations we spoke about who are just going like, should we be doing this now? Like, oh my goodness, I cannot believe the neighbours down the road sold for this much. Are you Mm -hmm. getting people
2: who never even imagined that they'd be listing suddenly going, hello? I'm the prime example of that. Like, I had no intention of selling it, but I go, well, look, I mean, at the end of the day. The market's pretty crazy. Like it'd be crazy not to say you mean to do it. Um, You mean the market has increased so much so quickly. Um, You mean no good market can last forever. Um, You mean there hasn't been any signs of it turning around anytime soon. Mm. But you just you just don't know what's around the corner. So, but look, yeah, I mean, one hundred percent. A lot of people are going. Well, look, we've got some great equity. Maybe we can go to that forever home or change areas and upsize Mm. or downsize and um, really take advantage of a strong marketplace.
1: Yeah. Are, are you buying now? Are you sort of thinking or was this an investment property? It was an investment
2: okay. that we just, yeah, cashing out of it. We'll sit back and wait and see what yep. happens. <laughs>
1: fantastic. And this is under the hammer for Direct Connect. If you could use a little help, you and your team, and as Michelle has said, it is all about the team being around you to help make some of those simple things a whole lot easier. You can call Direct Connect on 1300 664 715 or head to directconnect.com.au I know you've probably got about 15 calls and your assistants have been uh, taking a call, so we've only got a couple more <laughs> minutes with you, Michelle. Uh, but you you said you're not really into the whole technology thing, but we're a little um, obsessed with the prop tech. See how many things I learned on this show. Um, is there one app or one thing that you use, even if you still have a paper diary, that you could recommend people get their head around? Or do you just leave that to other people in your team to have the nifty apps on their phone? Yeah, that's not me.
2: <laughs> I'm the old school. Just jump onto your phone, type in realestate.com.au and (laughs) go through that that way. I don't even have an app for it. So no, I'm very, yeah, I'm very old school.
1: And in the area that you're in, like we've sort of said, it's a slightly different market to some of the, you know, more leafy inner city suburbs. Are you still a firm believer in presentation? I know that Stav, when I watch his auction videos, it's like, Man, you really made that place look amazing. But would you say for even a property that's on the lower end of of the scale that it is really important how you present?
2: 100%, 100%. So I say a well-styled property will get in our area 5% more than something that's not well-styled. The difference on the level of inquiry on a property that has really good photos and you mean well-styled, you mean it, it, it leaves them for dead. Like it's you mean you've got a tender property where we can't you mean we can't move furniture we can't bring in staged furniture, um, you mean like it, the difference of having two that are very similar they're both three bedrooms two bathrooms double car garage same price point, same location the inquiries that you will get it is it, it's in it's insane wow. insane
0: it's a permanent um, point you've just brought up. One thing about Michelle, she doesn't take shortcuts. And I'll tell you something, she's got her gardeners, her maintenance people, her stylist. She doesn't skimp on the marketing. She has the best photographer – so she just doesn't get, you know, you know, on an iPhone and go and take the photos. Um, she's well placed on the internet. Uh, she's she's got, you know, the premier listings on the internet. Uh, she's got elevate for herself as well, which then elevates, um, you know, her properties. So she doesn't skimp on the marketing at all, and it it actually shows.
2: They always say that you have to spend money to make money, and that's in every facet of life. So why would you? not spend money to make money when you're selling your biggest asset.
1: And are you really upfront with people who approach you for an appraisal and just say, look, I will be asking you to foot the bill for, I mean, styling can be what? thousands? Five grand? Uh, Look,
2: I like to give them a budget because, look, at the end of the day, we can work with a lot of the furniture they have. So, like, it's... We can enhance it. So, it doesn't need a full makeover. But, Mm -hmm. you mean? Some good cushions, some artwork, some throws, some decluttering, some greenery, like, you mean a nice coffee table, like a nice occasional chair. Mm. You mean some... You mean cushions, etc. It makes such a difference. It makes the photos pop. Mm -hmm. You'll see, you mean a photo that hasn't been staged and a photo that is staged. You mean, it's huge. So, you mean, I will say, look the end of the day, you mean you're you're employing me to be open and honest with you and to get you the best result. If I'm not being honest and transparent, well I'm not you mean I'm not doing I'm not doing what you're employing me to do. So mm. sometimes, you I mean, another saying is you've got to be cruel to be kind in a sense. So it's, hey, guys, look, you mean, I know this is this is comfortable, et cetera, and, yes, we don't all, you mean, people don't live in a staged house, you mean, and you'll see them and you go, they don't, you mean, my house doesn't look like that either. Yeah. But at the end of the day, like, let's just, you mean, make it look, it's, you mean, it, yes, it's not practical, but it's just for a short term. So yeah. let's just, you mean, make it look as good as possible to get you the best result. And
1: how do you take, downtime. Is there any point when your phone is switched off, Michelle? And, you know, we have talked a lot on this Mm. sort of um, show about how to balance work life, or are you just in that phase where you're quite happy to be doing all the hours and really building your career? Can you switch off? Can you have a day a week that you just don't think real estate?
2: Um, (laughs) look, I'm not in the office on a Thursday and a Sunday, um, a Sunday I have my phone. So yes, it doesn't ring much, but even, you mean, and it's the same with lockdown at the moment in lockdown, your phone doesn't ring much, but you might still get those few phone calls that, you mean, even though we're not in the office and, and things like that, it's still, your mind's still on in a sense. So I think, you mean, it's important to, you mean, take breaks, even, you mean, I know a lot of people, they'll go, I really want to go away for my four week holiday. Like, it's not really practical, I personally think, to take a four-week holiday. Like, I think it's much better to go, cool, okay, let's fly out on a Sunday. We're back on a Wednesday. It's a three-day three, three day quick little snap getaway. It's like a little snap lockdown. I wish we just yeah. could have snap lockdowns <laughs> in Melbourne. It doesn't turn out to be like that. Um, but, you mean, like, it's just a quick little getaway that you can recharge the batteries and nothing's, you mean, like, nothing can't wait till the, you mean, the Friday. Like, yeah. I mean, if someone urgently needs to list their house, they can wait till the Friday or, you know what I mean? So, but, look, I mean, at the end of the day, like, you're never off. So even if you're away, it's, what's going on? Like, I have to know. <laughs> Tell me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Thank you so much, Michelle. Uh, Stav, market's still running hot. Do we get a little quick update oh, before we leave?
0: It, it is. And, and in Victoria, we uh, we had a 92% clearance rate on the weekend Ooh. across 400 auctions. Um, New South Wales, 93% clearance rate across 300 auctions. Yeah, you know, there was 1,100 auctions in, in Australia with a 92% clearance rate. The sales are still running hot. There were 6,200 sales across the whole country. But the, the prime mover for me is Queensland. Uh, it's been announced that the Olympics are going to Brisbane uh, in 12 years' time. And Brisbane's just creeping up, creeping mm. up, creeping up on Melbourne and Sydney uh, and also on Victoria and New South Wales. But um, look, there were a couple of you know big auctions that we did. One of them being Michelle's. Uh, we also had another one in Edith Vale, Thirty-one bids in nine minutes. You know, five hundred and fifty dollars per second. That's how fast the bids were coming. Oh. So you know, the market's still quite hot out there because it's it's a, it's the rule of supply and demand. And now those buyers that missed out on Michelle's, for example, they need to find something else. They're not going to get that opportunity to buy something until we're out, out of lockdown. Or unless you're using technology where you can do virtual inspections, or you can do contactless inspections. Mm. So, yeah, you know, we, we there's the appetite to buy is still there. Don't worry about that.
1: Well, thank you, Stav. Thank you, Michelle. And, of course, we're going to put links to contact Michelle and Stav in the show notes to this episode. We also love getting your feedback. So if you'd like to uh, send us an email, perhaps you have a wonderful agent or a guest you'd like to suggest, podcasts at sen.com.au uh, is our email address. And that was Michelle Stevens, the number one selling agent in the country with so much great, great advice, especially for people maybe thinking of moving into sales. Thank So much for your time, Michelle. Thanks so much for having me, guys. Have a fantastic day. We're going to talk prop tech in the next episode. I've got a great guest lined up for you in a couple of weeks' time. Until then, stay safe, go well, keep those auctions happening. I know it's uh, not an easy time for you, but good to see you've still got a smile on your face. No, always.
0: (laughs) uh, You know, if we're not smiling, we're crying. And you know what? It's always you've always just got to keep up uh, upbeat because you just don't know what people are going through.
1: Yeah, and to uh, all of our listeners right around the country going in and out of lockdown, we know how you feel. (laughs) And look, let's just hope the next time we speak, there are more positive signs for the national picture. This is under the hammer for Direct Connect. Of course, if you're an agent or property manager interested in using Direct Connect, call the team on 1300 664 715 because they can benefit you and your whole team. You can also head to the website directconnect.com.au.
0: Thanks for listening to Under the Hammer for Direct Connect. Direct Connect is a free service making moving easy for you. Call them today on 1300 664 715.
1: Hi, it's Shana Blaze here. Join me on my podcast, Homestyle. We provide the ideas and inspiration you need for your home, DIY design projects, and expert advice. Red Energy's podcast lifestyle series, available from wherever you get your podcasts and the SEN app.